And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we're action-packed, and uh, up, we're up against the clock, and we're just starting, Casey. Uh, Charlie Bessler will join us uh, from Corselet's Winery and talk about a new uh, guest house uh, uh, priority to club members, so we'll talk a bit about that and what's going on in the Similk. I mean, uh, your pal Tony Holler's with us from Poplar Grove. Yes, and uh, award-winning wines. Award-winning wines. He's got a big story from London, and it's an important one, so we'll get into that. Uh, we'll also speak with Shalane Slager. She's from the uh, Hillside Winery. She's the guest experience. We're going to talk about how to be a good guest when you're visiting a winery. And, uh, Casey, I know you're going to love the next guest, Jack Kemp. She's making sparkling wine that's not released yet, but we're going to get a big story about this new Naramata Bench Sparkler. Maybe talk about the style a bit. And then uh, finally, Steve Moriarty. He's coming up next, and he's going to uh, work us into the BC day-long weekend with uh, well, the biggest sale of the year. Yes. I don't know how many, Rose but there's a lot. And look yeah. for gobsmacked. Yeah, rosé all day. All that and more coming up next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards, plus there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save On Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Rediscover the South Okanagan good life at Watermark Beach Resort, Asoyas Hotel and Conference Centre. Just steps to everything. The beach, shopping, the marina and great dining at the restaurant at Watermark. New executive chef Nick Atkins invites you to indulge your senses with bright new flavours inside or on the newly expanded lakeside patio. Featuring new health and safety protocols and procedures. Reservations are highly recommended. Celebrate the South Okanagan. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com. The Wine Experience Center at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery is waiting for you. Welcome to the new home of hospitality in the Okanagan. The wine shop is open for tastings, and the Modest Butcher Restaurant is ready to welcome you with the best dining experience in Okanagan wine country. Reservations are required for tastings and dining. For the safety of guests and staff, extra cleaning, sanitation, and physical distancing protocols will also be in place. For more information and updated developments, please visit mtboucherie.com. You know I'm a wine drinker. Let's be completely honest. That's what drives that passion. Tony Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. Between our, our three properties, I have about a 5,000 bottle wine cellar. So I have wines from all over the world, and I drink wines from all over the world. I do have a lot of friends. <laughs> Experience the passion. Join the wine club at poplargrove.ca and look for Poplar Grove at private fine wine stores. Please enjoy responsibly. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. You seem like trouble to me. I can tell by the way that you lean and the way 
Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, one of the province's big travelers, Steve Moriarty. He's the wine director at Save On Foods, but he likes to ride his motorcycle uh, in the summertime. Steve, welcome back to the show. Great to have you in town for a few days. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to be with you folks. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, BC, uh, the, the the long weekend, the BC Day long weekend is almost upon us. Uh, maybe we'll just go back to basics about Save On Foods and uh, your commitment to BC everything bc products how long has that been going and who who started all that well you know we started it right from day one uh, five years ago uh, when we first opened that very first wine department in our stores and you know it, it it's a part of our corporate culture uh, about being local about supporting the most important uh, producers in our in our in our industry which are the local farmers and and vendors retailers etc and so it's just a it's just a natural fit for us uh, tony mm-hmm uh, well, this weekend's coming up. Let's talk about some things. I know that uh, on a broader scale for the entire month of August now, you're you're going a bit crazy with rosé. Well, you know, we have a, this our favorite month of the year. You know, a lot of people <laughs> put a lot of emphasis into to December and Christmas, but this August, uh, every August is our is the most fun time in our wine business that we have. We just have a lot of fun. We call it uh, Rosé Month, where rosé all day, any day, every day is okay. And uh, we have every we have every rosé wine that we have we have on sale this month for the whole month. In addition, uh, my team has been hard at work. We now have ninety six rosés, all British Columbia products, on sale in our stores. Wow, wow. that's wonderful. So, I thought I'd ask you and Casey the same question. So, does color matter uh, in rosé for you today, Steve? Absolutely. Um, we've seen a dramatic shift just in the five years that we've been in business as the color is, has evolved from what would be traditionally would be that bright uh, pinkish red uh, hue to more of the light pastel flavored, uh, almost, almost with a bit of a peach tinge to it. And right. the consumer, the consumer is in, in, in love in love. I, I wanted to say lust or love with that, <laughs> that color, but uh uh, and, and I don't know, Casey, what do you think about that? Well, you're talking about the lighter, the rosé, the... Well, well, what color do you like, Casey? Oh, do you like okay. it light or dark or pale or pink? Or... I like it light. Yeah. yeah. And, our, uh, and our, con- sorry, our, consumer is, our consumer right now is in, infatuated with the lighter colored rosés. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at some, some wines that you're selling, uh, like Garinger Brothers Rosé. It's thirteen ninety nine a bottle. Uh, and that's before any discount. So that's a pretty good price for people for summer sipping. But have you got a favorite, Steve, or one or two that you'd like oh, to mention? Oh man, that's just like that's like asking me which one of my kids is the favorite. But you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, we we have a couple of favorites that that are always always our favorites. One number one is uh, a, a wine called Ramblin Rosé, and one of the reasons why we like it is because it's a all organic, it's natural, it's unfiltered. That comes from uh, Crush Pad Wineries. And yep. it's long. It's been a long stable in our in our fleet of you want to call rosés. Yeah. Uh, another one that that I love is a, is a rosé from a small winery in Caledon, uh, Skaha, uh, some, and it goes by the brand Crazy Legs, and it's called Speaking. Oh, yeah. And it's uh-huh. a bone dry, bone dry, and yeah. it's uh, done more traditional, very very light color. That's that's one of my favorites, uh, and uh, I'll drink that till they run out in the fall for sure. Yeah. And uh, our most popular rosé right now is uh, is a rosé from Dirty Laundry, and it's called Hush, 
and, oh, yeah, we uh, know and, that. And, and it and it's it's on fire right now as well. That's wow. a that's a fun rosé to drink. And Casey, I see that you can also get, and it's not that easy, the Unsworth uh, Rosé Charme de Lille. So this is a, a sparkling wine sort of in the Prosecco uh, style, so lightly sparkling, uh, from a really interesting producer on Vancouver Island. Beautiful pale color, and it's in a great bottle. Uh, it's a really nice package, too. So, so Rosé sparkling wine as well uh, uh, will also fit that bill for Rosé all, uh, all August at Savon. And I would ask Steve to put away a case of that, but he won't let me buy a case of anything. I have to have a mixed case, right, mm. Steve? V- variety, variety, variety. <laughs> yeah. Uh, La Stella, La Stellina, too. Anyway, I could go on and on about the rosé. Steve, it's, uh, a lot of people are going to barbecue this weekend, obviously because of the long weekend and uh, a lot of people hanging around home. So uh, let's do a couple of things. What? What would you recommend they barbecue, and then what kind of red wine do you think should uh, be out there this weekend? Well, you know, we've got a great selection of, of, of quality, good BC products on sale right across the meat department. This is this is traditional hamburger season. This is traditional mm-hmm. uh, steak season, and um, it and but we've seen a tremendous uh, uh, shift, I would say, into more more chicken poultry uh, products on the barbecue this year. I know right. in our house, uh, poultry is has been on the barbecue probably more than ever before as we've and Casey could probably talk to this there seems to be more recipes more flavoring more spices about poultry and of course I love to I love to uh, pair that with some of my favorite uh, uh, white wines yes mm. no you're absolutely right and and something else I'm noticing is salmon and you know people like salmon with red wine too yeah with peanut Ab- yes Ab- absolutely our stores our stores are reporting back to me, and we're in contact daily, is, is, is that they've never seen such diverse pairing objectives in our consumer's history. And, and I think that's a lot to do with the experimentation and also the versatility of British Columbia wine. Yeah. I noticed uh, one of the wineries I like quite a bit is, uh, is the Rust Wine Company down in South Okanagan. They make a delicious Gamay, which, by the way, I think... If, if you're doing salmon and you've got a fairly aggressive uh, sauce, like a soy sauce or something with it, then Gamay, which has a bit more body to it than than Pinot, uh, BC Gamay, that is Gamay Noir. Uh, so that's a nice-looking wine to look like, uh, to, to uh, pair up with that. And Rust is a great place to visit. Have you been there, Steve? Absolutely. And that, that's if I had to put, if I had to list the five funnest wineries to visit, Rust would definitely be in the top five. Always, yeah. hands down, you just have nothing but fun at that at that winery. Yes, yeah. it's the Mount Bouchery boys, right? They're a blast. Yes, they 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 have they have their history in in the grocery industry. So we have we have history that dates back decades between us. So it's 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 a great relationship. I have nothing but respect for both those wineries, and Rust being the. The experimental group of them, uh, we, we have a lot of fun with them. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be super hot uh, this weekend, Steve. I am I know that a lot of people are going to be drinking white wine, and I, I wanted to mention a couple wines that I have, one in particular that I can't believe. The Sperling Vineyards, of course, uh, we uh, we know Ann Sperling, Casey, quite well. She's been around for quite a while making wine. She's living in Ontario now, but the family vineyard is in Kelowna. It dates back to the 1900s. Uh, you've got a Sperling Vineyards Pinot uh, white blend. I, I assume Pinot Blanc, Pinot Gris, that sort of thing. Uh, maybe some Pinot Noir in there without any skins. Uh, 
Uh, and it's marked down to eighteen forty nine from twenty four ninety nine. Wow. It's, so a, that's it's six, a great that's a great deal. And uh, yeah, and when I talk when I talk about variety, Casey, uh, the last uh, six pack my wife picked up that included one of those bottles as well. So that six fifty off. So if I buy a case of that. Uh, I'm already saving about $70, and then I'm going to get, well, am I getting 10% off of that and another dollar off? Does it work like that? It sure does, Tony. You get, uh, as soon as you pass the, uh, currently we have the special that we've extended from, uh, because of all the things went on with our COVID challenges, uh, we've extended our yeah. four-pack sale with, as soon as you buy four bottles, you'll get 10% discount, and yeah. of course, as soon as you buy a case, we'll throw in another 12 bucks off that as well, in addition. Wow. So you're saving like 120 bucks on this case of wine. <laughs> My rough calculation here this weekend. So check that out. Uh, such a delicious wine. Uh, and the other one, uh, which has the best name in all BC wines, Gobsmack Cyclops Love. Uh, this is a wine made by uh, Jason Parks, who used to, well, he's at the hatch, but he's over at a different side of the hatch now. Uh, have you Have you tried that wine? I assume you have, but. Oh yes, gobsmacked is gobsmacked. without a doubt. If you have to buy a wine because of the name, that's probably the wine that you're going to pick up. And mm-hmm. um, but what's nice about it, as soon as you as soon as you get into it, you realize that it's more than just a catchy name. Yeah. How and much label, is that? Uh, that's seventeen twenty nine, Casey. And the label is a fantastic drawing, which is done by his daughter, who is about four or five years old, I believe, when she did the label. It's it's really a, a great package. It's a delicious uh, summer-style wine, Alsace wine, Pinot Auxerrois, Schoenberger, Muscat, Riesling. So very aromatic. You just chill it down uh, and enjoy that uh, hot weather. And speaking uh, of chilling it down, there's nothing wrong when the weather's like 34 degrees here with putting ice cubes in your red wine. No, there's not. Even Taylor Swift does it. <laughs> your favorite. <laughs> Are you an ice cube guy, Steve? Um I, I'm not, not going to admit that on the air, but uh, I, I, think, I think I think I think you know under certain conditions, at certain times, I, yeah. I will I will never say no to a good refreshing uh, beverage. Doesn't matter what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Temperature counts, and uh, frankly, some wines need an ice cube once in a while. <laughs> I'll uh, you know that. We, uh, we see that more often than 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 ever before. We we have customers who whisper to us. You know, I try this with an ice cube in it. It's an amazing, and we kind of, yeah. you know, kind of look down at the floor with them and go, "Yeah, okay, we agree with you," but yeah. we won't tell anybody. <laughs> you, and I think you know a lot about customers, so it's good to listen to customers. It'll serve you well in in uh, the grocery business, I'm sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Steve, uh, have a great uh, long weekend. I know you're off for a quick holiday. Uh, things are going well. Your staff is the morale is up. Everybody's working hard. Uh, we're always working hard, but uh, we have been blessed and we're fortunate that uh, the majority of our, virtually all of our team members have got through this uh, unscathed. And we've, you know, we, we work diligently in their, on their safety and uh, our customers as well. So we're, we're, we're in a pretty good, pretty good spot right now. Super. Thanks so much, Steve. Uh, have a great long weekend and we'll catch up with you soon, uh, probably around Labor Day. Thank you very much. Take care. Hey, you're welcome, Steve Moriarty. He's a wine director at Savon Foods. Uh, really some amazing buys over there. If you're a sleuth, uh, you can find a lot of great buys uh, and save yourself a lot of money. 
We have to take a quick break, but there's plenty more coming up on the show today. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Calling all winemakers, craft brewers, cider makers, or artisan distillers. Canada's first wine village is coming, and you could be a part of it. Located at the gateway to Canada's wine capital in Oliver, the village provides turnkey low-capital production facilities that are available for lease starting now. But with space for only 16 artisan producers, the time to act is now to be part of history and start crafting your unique story. To learn more, visit districtwinevillage.com. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, B.C. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. The warm weather is here and Indigenous-inspired cuisine and much more awaits you in the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Spirit Ridge Resort in Isoyas is pleased to announce the reopening of the bear, the fish, the root, and the berry with a brand new menu. Social distancing protocols are in place for your safety, so join them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in complete comfort. Please make your reservations at bearfishrootberry.com. Spirit Ridge Resort, part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt. Visit spiritridge.ca. Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's organic ambassador program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we're going to make a few stops today along the Naramata bench to, to some of our favorite hangouts and, of course, places we're always asked about. We're going to begin at uh, Hillside Winery and Bistro in this segment, and we'll finish up with uh, Jack Kemp. She joins us from Therapy Vineyards. But up first is Shalane Slager. She's a guest experience and wine club manager over at Hillside Winery. Shalane, how are you today? I'm good, thanks, Tony, and yourself? Uh, I'm well. I'm, I'm missing the Okanagan. I uh, I need to go there more often, but it's not possible at the moment. But uh, you're still busy, I understand. We are, yeah. So we're we're fully booked for this week already, and then booking in for the rest of August now. So it's great. So, yeah. So booking is a key word in the sentence you just gave us. Uh, tell us about that. Yes, and yeah. Shalane, it's Casey, and I would like to know if there is a wine etiquette visiting wineries during this time. Well, I think the most important thing, the keyword is booking. Most of us um, have definitely moved over to a reservation policy. Um, and a lot of this is is to, to make sure that we're metering in the right people and providing the best possible experience considering the circumstances. 
Um, so, you know, the main thing with etiquette here is making sure you're not calling day of, um, especially yeah. if it's reservations only. That's always a tough one. It, it's hard to say no. We're in the hospitality business, so saying no isn't normal for us. Um, yeah. So this is a, a bit of a, an anomaly season for us. Um, but to be prepared, um, protocols are different at each winery. Everybody has their own things that they're doing. And just to be really, um, as guests, to be cognizant of that um, and just respectful of the space. So we're, yeah. we're not asking what people's beliefs are in any of this, but we're just trying to, to protect our teammates and to, to give a fantastic experience to our guests all at the same time. And this yeah, is at the winery and in the bistro. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, well, we, we just take our cues from Dr. Bonnie and be calm and be kind and, you know, be respectful. It's just crazy. Uh, uh, I've, I've been reading some people getting turned away from wineries without reservations, and they're going online and ranting about it, you know, on Twitter or Facebook. It just drives me nuts. So, you know, people need to calm down, uh, get organized, and enjoy the visit, but, you know, respect what's going on uh, Okay, yeah, enough of that. I want to talk. Yeah. I want to talk about your new labels. Who did them? Oh my goodness! Yeah, we're so skookum. I love our new labels. So we're actually going to be uh, releasing our 2019 uh, Muscat Autonel this Friday, which is super uh, amazing. It's our first one that we're releasing in our new Heritage series. Uh, so yeah, we made the decision um, early last year to to do a, a refresh of our look, and we couldn't be happier with the results. Yeah, they, they, they look inviting, and, and it's just nice, nice refresh and uh, a little yeah. more focus on, on the hillside, uh, you know, the, the, the property, the outline. I, I, I just think it's really well done. Um, how about that muscat? Are you drinking any of that in this warm weather? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's supposed to be 39 <laughs> today, so I think I might be sitting with that poolside, maybe with a straw, but don't judge me on that one. I... Uh, it uh, it's a hot one today, so I'm kind of happy that I'm in an office with air conditioning. So yes, and yeah. we just said we're happy. Also, if you want to drop some ice cubes in a tray when it's 39 <laughs> degrees, believe me, nobody's going to be judgy. <laughs> I know exactly, so right? So I just won't post pictures of it on my social media that I'm just drinking wine from a straw. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we're. Uh... We've been speaking with Shalane Schlager. She's a guest experience and wine club manager at Hillside Winery and Bistro. Just before we let you go, uh, is there any possibility to still buy that Pinot Gris, the uh, the Pinot Gris that sort of looks like a rosé and tastes like one, but it yeah, wasn't no. really a rosé? And <laughs> there sure is. So yeah. So yeah. the great thing is, is that if you can't make it out to to wine country. Uh, you still can enjoy Hillside at home, and we're still offering free shipping on six-plus bottles. Um, and so, yeah, send in your orders, and we'll pack it with some love and care, and you can have your unoaked Pinot Gris. And, oh, my and, God, uh, that's such a delicious wine. What is the, it's so yummy. What is the vintage? That's the 2019. 2019. 2019. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a new label it, as folks. well. Yeah, and it's just such a... You know what? You, I serve that to people. They think it's a rosé, and I say, no, it's not a rosé. And so well, I like it. It's so beautiful. It's like a rosé. So okay, well, it's a rosé then. Does, doesn't really yeah, matter. it'll. You know what? It'll be whatever they want it to be. So if yeah. they want to call it a rosé, that's fine. We just know that it's not. So yeah. Yeah. 
Shalane, thanks so much uh, for You're this welcome. hit today. Thank We're you. sorry we didn't we didn't we didn't get a chance to see you uh, with the Grape Escape, but we'll be back as soon as we can, and uh, we wish you uh, a great reservations from your many uh, guests who dropped by this summer. Thanks so much, Tony and Casey, and I look forward to uh, seeing you the next time you can come out. Yes, we can't okay. wait. Well, as promised, our next guest is Jack Kemp. She's a principal winemaker and viticulturalist at Therapy Vineyards just down the road. Jack, how are you today? Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, you're enjoying a bit of a heat wave now, and so so are we in Vancouver. We we can't wait for a bit of heat. How about you? Yeah, it's it's moving along fast here. We're getting to around 39 degrees Celsius today, so she's definitely hot. Wow. wow. What what does that mean for the grapes? Well, when we get to that level, it actually sets our grapes into a shutdown mode. So that when they're at that heat, they're actually not producing any sugars or ripening. Um, so what we're trying to do right now is just make sure our canopies are, are covering our grapes just to keep the fruit zone itself as cold as we can to keep those yeah. grapes moving. How would you characterize the season? Are you ahead, behind, even? What, what does it look like in the vineyards now, uh, you know, heading into August 1st? Well, we were actually about two weeks behind until this heat came through. Uh, yeah. We're picking up some pace now and we're catching up. So I'd say we're still probably about five days from where I'd like to see see us. Uh-huh. Um, I think we will actually catch up, though, with this heat when it drops down a little bit over the next sort of coming few weeks. So yeah. we're right on target again here. Right on. Uh, well, let's talk about a quite an interesting subject. You've been working secretly, I think, on a sparkling <laughs> wine. Uh, it's been bubbling away, perhaps, in the cellar. Tell us about the genesis of this and what you're trying to achieve now at Therapy. Yes, well, we've, we've always had a passion here, and it's always been the passion of the owners to actually start a sparkling winery and a, a sparkling focus. Um, that actually started a few years ago uh, when before I was here, uh, mm-hmm. and we've just been playing around with it. It hasn't quite been what we're wanting until the 2018 season came along. Uh, what we really want to do is, is show the Okanagan Valley in Canada and, and the different soils that we're growing here and, and how that affects sparkling wine. Uh, we have two soil types, a sandy soil and a clay soil, uh, and there's a massive difference actually between flavour, texture, and the, the feeling of the bubbles in the mouth from those two soils. So we're pretty excited about the upcoming wow. disgorging of our wines this year. You and know, what? it's it's really easy to drink sparkling wine, but it's pretty complex to make. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, why is that? Uh, because really, I think what the, it's easy to make uh, sparkling wine, but it's hard to make a sparkling wine with the right sort of texture and, and softness of bubbles. And that's where we really look to France and, and the English sparkling wines to, you know, to, to really get an idea of, of what they're achieving. And, and really, that's got a lot to do with the soils that they're, they're growing their grapes on. We don't have the, the chalk that they have, but we do have a lot of clay and calcium in our soils. So we've got kind of a similar sort of setting for some pretty amazing sparklings. Yeah. What, uh, so what varieties are you going to put in this wine? Uh, the one that's coming out soon, hopefully before Christmas, is 100% Chardonnay. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, we've got Pinot Noir and Pinot Meunier as well that are just going into the ground um, this year and the following year. Yeah. So uh, have, before you started or while you're doing this, is there a house style that you're developing? Like when people talk about a house style, it's kind of like a flavor that will be consistent from year to year. Is that something you're trying to do? 
Absolutely. And more for us, it's about uh, showing where, where it's come from. So our, our house, uh-huh. house style, um, it will be a, a sandy soil-based uh, soil structure. And what yep. that is, it actually um, allows the aromatics to come up a little bit more. Um, so it's a little bit more bouncy on the aromatics, a little bit less um, directed with texture. Uh, our reserve sparkling will be coming out of soon or after five years in bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, is grown on clay and it's got a lot more sort of textural components to it and the biscuit tones come out a little bit later on the clay soils than they do on the sandy soils. Wow. And, th- and that's where, why the price is higher than a lot of wines. It's a big time commitment with a sparkling wine. Yes, it's a massive commitment and, you know, I have to say a massive thank you to the Boyd family uh, for allowing us to set up and really go for this and giving us the support as a winemaking team, taking us to France and to England to really get to know what, you know, what we're trying to produce here. So yeah. it's a big focus for us. What a great uh, job you've got. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, it's wonderful, yeah. We're, by the way, we're speaking with Jack Kemp. She's the principal winemaker and viticulturalist at Therapy Vineyards. Now, Jack, what's going on with visiting at the moment there? We don't have a lot of time, but is it a reservation-based thing now, or how, do people, how can people come by and will they get a chance to meet you or someone and, and talk about some of these wines? Well, we have quite a few areas now open in our out in the outside area, so mm-hmm. we don't need reservations here as per se at therapy. Oh, we do nice. have a very close eye on on numbers when we're talking about our inside tasting. Um, yep. Otherwise, we've got someone on on site all the time, making sure that we are social distancing and that our numbers don't get too crazy. Yeah, you built a couple of big decks, I understand, outside as part of the you know part of the inn, I guess, but. That's, and we actually have, we're just waiting for our rooftop terrace to open as well. We're just waiting for our permits to come through there as well. So we'll have another tasting area again, um, which will allow us to have, you know, a little bit more space, uh, a little bit more privacy, and another whole yeah. tasting section. Well, so great to talk with you. I can't wait to, to have the right to get up there and spend a few days and wander around and uh, taste this wine. By the way, does the sparkling wine have a name, or will it get a name? Uh, it will get a name. We're still waiting. We're just finalizing that actually within the next sort of 10 days. So yeah. as soon as we know what that is, we'll be letting you know. So okay. very excited. Uh, Jack, uh, time's too short, but it was so great to catch up with you. And I hope we can talk to you soon about uh, all the new releases coming out of therapy and all the new stuff that's going on. Folks, if you haven't been up since Jack has been in charge, it's a whirlwind change up there. Big time wines coming out of therapy now and uh, uh, you should drop by, and you don't need a reservation. How about that? That's uh, that's a very interesting uh, concept at the moment. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Stay talk safe. to you soon. Jack Kemp, she's the principal winemaker and viticulturalist at Therapy Vineyards. Casey Wilson, a sparkling wine. I How know. About that? Looking forward to that. Yeah, no reservations. They got a lot of outdoor space, so that's kind of nice too. For if you're uh, wandering around on the bench this weekend, give it a try. Remember, be kind and be calm, and uh, you'll get yourself a glass, and uh, you'll have some fun out in the sun. Uh, we have to take a quick break, but there's plenty more coming up on uh, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson, and we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. 
That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save on Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com slash wine. Cullman, a family estate winery, reminds you that it's time to join the 2020 Fellowship and reap the rewards. Cullman's Fellowship not only brings people together through their love of Cullman wines, it also features exclusive benefits only available to members, like access to the Numbers Series, Cullman's Small Lot Program, as well as unreleased library and rare wines from their portfolio. For details, visit Cullman.ca. Cullman, a family estate winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Tinhorn Creek Vineyards has opened its doors. Visitors are welcome to stop by the wine shop for both sales and tastings. The award-winning Miradoro restaurant is now also open for table service and takeout. Reservations are required. Can't make it in? Take advantage of free shipping on orders over six bottles or send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them. Curbside pickup is also available for online and phone orders. For full details and the latest updates, please visit tinhorn.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Our next guest uh, never lacks energy. He's the president of Poplar Grove Winery, Tony Holler. And uh, always a delight to talk to Tony. Uh, are you basking in the sunshine finally? We are finally, and and not too soon, right? Um, you know, we need this heat and we need this summer because, you know, the vineyards desperately need a little heat. We've had yeah. one of the coldest springs. I think somebody actually said the coldest spring since 1942 or something. Wow. It, it's a long time ago, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that's so, good. So the acidity's built up, so now we're just going to build up some sugar and uh, get on with it. Yeah, and flavors, exactly, exactly. No, it looks like, you know, we've got good weather in the forecast, so uh, the vineyards look good, actually, to be perfectly honest. We've, you know, interesting enough, we've hardly done any watering in the vineyards. I think we've watered them twice. Wow. We typically start watering these vineyards end of April. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh, well, always good to save water, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's start. I want I, I want to talk about your new uh, additions at the restaurant and the chef. Before that, uh, you did you had an incident at the winery. I thought you handled it fantastic. What can you tell our listeners about COVID and all the uh, things that must be followed and how you guys uh, made out with that? Well, I think I think the big lesson for anybody who's listening is follow what the health authorities tell you to do. And yeah. you know, we we were following that with uh, face masks, gloves, social distancing, and all the things they recommended. We had a staff member who uh, had contact with an infected person in Kelowna, came back asymptomatic, but was wearing uh, a mask, gloves, and social distancing. Health department said, "Tony, listen, there's there's virtually no chance that that person transmitted COVID nineteen to anyone." Now, we had some issues around our staff because when that was public, employers of our staff spouses said, well, you can't come to work until your spouse is cleared. So we had oh a bunch of the staff that actually got tested. And as per interior health, everybody was negative. And, you know, yeah. I think it, it, it shows you you have a, a staff member who, you know, 
is in a restaurant kitchen and yep. and we're doing all the right things and there was no transmission. So, yeah. you know, I, I think, listen, I, if there's one thing I would say is listen to the experts. The experts are interior health. I'm a physician, but I still listen to them because they have way more da- data than than I could possibly have. So, yeah. uh, you know, very happy outcome. Our, our staff member has been asymptomatic and is quarantined for uh, 14 days. I mean, he's going to be out of quarantine shortly. But again, it shows you just listen to what the experts are saying. Yeah, good advice. Well, I had a fabulous lunch there on July 6th. And okay. it was so impressive because it was, it was very warm up there. But I love what you've done in the restaurant as far as... Um, You've put up, and I want you to to describe it because your patio was open before the deck, and now you've got a really interesting covering. Oh, oh, oh do you mean the the um, our our covering of the deck, the, our solar panels? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we um yeah so we decided to cover the deck because it got so hot in the summer, and we decided we'd do something that had a little bit of aesthetic to it. And that's these translucent solar panels. Although they're they're not as efficient as traditional uh, solar panels, they look good and they let a certain amount of light through. So, um, but even with that, we get about thirty five percent to forty percent of all of our electrical needs from those solar panels that are on on the covering of the uh, of the patio. Yeah, which is great. Uh, and you got a new team member, Michael Ziff's joining your team, uh, and Chef Rob Radcliffe. Uh, he's yeah. a, he's an impressive guy. <laughs> the, both guys are impressive, and the reviews we're getting on the food are are you know I mean people just love the new menu, love the new flavors, all that stuff. So it's 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 really really good. Now the mm. the the only issue probably all restaurants have right now is is with the service. And with the yeah. service, clients sometimes don't understand that the restrictions we're put under by Interior Health alter the way the service is viewed. And, yeah. and, and we can't do anything about that. And so we try to explain to people, hey, listen, this, would, this isn't how we would do service, but this is how we're forced to do service because of COVID-19. And so, you know, there's some issues around it that – that that you know our clients don't like but you know we also want to keep them safe and we want to keep our staff stay safe yeah yeah people need to slow down calm down and uh, you know be be kind yeah yeah exactly exactly so it's uh it, it's uh, you know it's it, it's great. It's working well. I would say the vast majority of our clients completely understand this, yeah. and and we've had you of know course. lots of good reviews for the food and the service. Well, Michael, Michael Zip looked after me. I was with a couple of winemakers, and it was very impressive service. But you know, he certainly was practicing social distancing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's a, Michael is a true professional. He, he you know, he started his restaurant career in Montreal, then went working at a, a very famous New York restaurant. He's, he's been all over and just, uh, uh, he's an impressive guy. And I feel so lucky to have him. I want to know what you're eating there. What's your favorite uh, dish at the moment? You know, the halibut is so good. I hate to say it. <laughs> 
I every time I come in here, I have the helmet, which is kind of <laughs> bad because. But I literally the way Rob cooks that helmet, it's always perfectly cooked. And then what he does is he has it with you know what's the helmet with with sort of with the soya broth and that sort of thing. Then yeah. he made this sort of spicy um, vegetables. Uh, um, yeah sort of background to it and every time i have that helmet i just go oh that's awesome nice and, and you've got an express lunch yeah and the halibut's right. on that it's a really good deal yeah it, it certainly is now i don't know if you guys have heard but we got some very very good news recently you um, sure did <laughs> yeah you know the um the london wine competition for 2020, we uh, entered uh, uh, five of our wines. We entered our red, so it's Cabernet Franc, Syrah, Legacy, and Merlot, yeah. and all, all won gold medals, and yeah. all were put in the top 100 of the competition. So we were we were pleased on a number of different levels, um, and and you know what I really liked was that consistency of each product. So. Every product we make is high quality and judged that way. And so it was very encouraging. And I was, I have to tell you, I'm so proud of our vineyard management group, which are headed by my sons. And then, of course, uh, our winemaker, Stefan Arneson, and uh, of course, Alain Sutra, who's our consultant, and the whole winemaking team. And it's so, so encouraging because I, I said in the press release, I said, I knew the Okanagan would be acknowledged as one of the premier, you know, winemaking regions for premium wines. Yeah. And and I, I knew that because I'd had some excellent examples in the early 2000s. Now, there was not that much consistency, but there were excellent examples of fantastic wines. Yeah, and, that's the and deal. I think, I think we're seeing that from a number of different wineries, not just really good wines, but year after year, very consistent quality. Yeah, that's the thing, Tony, that the, the vineyards now, I've noticed with the maturity in the vineyards, there's there's a much more uh, consistent pattern of wine every year. And, of course, we have that style. We have, the, we, you were talking about it, we have the acidity and the freshness. And uh, you go to London with that and you already get, the, you capture everybody's imagination because we don't have the big oak and the sweet red ripe wines. We have wines that are very interesting. So congratulations on that. That's a big that's a big undertaking, a big uh, a big feather in the hat from everybody at Poplar Grove. And Tony, yeah. a special hello to Barb. Barb oh, Holler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that she runs the place. Yeah, Tony, uh, exactly. well, yeah. thank you very much. Thanks for giving us a, a quick update. We really appreciate you going over that COVID restaurant with us, all that. That's fantastic news to hear that you're back and open and everything's great. And uh, we, we can't wait to get up there. We hope we can get up before uh, the fall and uh, have a look around and enjoy the joint. Awesome. We'd love to host you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Tony Haller, Thank he's the president. Much. All the best. Yep. President Poplar Grove Winery, uh, great guy and uh, great advice. Follow the advice of the experts, not uh, not your neighbors when it comes to health. Uh, that's how you're going to survive uh, in these uh, troubled times, I would say. We've got to take a quick break, uh, but there's plenty more coming up. We'll be heading up to the Smilk Mean for the quick chat with Charlie Bissler. That's next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods.
Black Hills Estate Winery invites you to raise a glass with them this summer to celebrate their 20th anniversary season. Make sure to join them on the sun-soaked patio for a sampling of their premium wines. Or, if you can't make it out this summer, then don't forget to check out their popular virtual tasting program online. For reservations or for more information, visit them at blackhillswinery.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. The Upper Bench of BC's Similkameen Valley. For those in the know, it's a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. And it's here. Nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos Winery. Surrounded by an idyllic organic vineyard using natural ferments and small artisanal winemaking, they produce elegant and age-worthy wines that reflect the unique land. You can find Clos wines in fine wine shops and restaurants across the province or order online at clodisole.ca. Stuck at home? Planning your next getaway without the airfare? Think Therapy Vineyards. Imagine staying at the Inn on the Vineyard, overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It's the ultimate wine lover's getaway without the flight. For a limited time, BC Food and Wine radio listeners can save on their stay at Therapy Vineyards. Just remember the code Gizmondi when you book online at therapyvineyards.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we're traveling up to the Similkameen Valley today to chat with uh, winemaker and managing partner Charlie uh, Bessler. Uh, Corselets, it's a question I get a lot, so why don't we just start with this, Charlie. Where is Corselets? What is Corselets? And what do you know about them? This is what people ask me all the time, and I say, well, it's great. Go and visit them, but what would you tell them? Sure. Uh, well, the, the way back uh, in Switzerland, where I grew up, Corselet was the name of our family farm, but it was a mm. word used to describe uh, royal gardens or, or food-producing regions for castles. So the castle would refer to their Corselet as their breadbasket, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh So the winery is in Similkameen. Uh Can you tell us exactly where people would go? Because the people think about Costin, they think about Karameas. Well, can we think about the middle of that or something? Sure. Yeah, yeah we're closer to Karameas on the Upper Bench yeah. Road. So there's a handful of fantastic wineries and, and food-producing vineyard-growing regions along the Upper Bench there. And, uh, yeah, we've, it's a beautiful part of the valley. It's a great, it's another thing that, like, even people, when I say you should take the lower road because it's good, when you get to Karameas, you should drive up uh, past the gas station and get on the upper bench road and then continue on uh, west or southwest, I guess, along there. The, all those wineries just pushed right up against the mountainside there. It's a very cool setting. Uh, actually, I guess it's a very warm setting, but uh, uh, we wanted to talk today to you about a couple things uh sunshot guest house i think that's the best name i've heard for a guest house in quite a long time and where did that name come from charlie well the uh we'd acquired this property from uh some really gritty uh farm ranch people that have been in the valley for a long time and so we wanted to honor a lot of this kind of grit and, and you know heritage to the site so we've developed uh, what was this really steep pasture land into sunshot vineyard uh, and so it's to pay homage to, of course, that kind of ranchy grit, but it also is extremely sunny 
and it's also nearby a gun range. And so all these things, we kind of want to keep it ranchy. And, of course, it's really sunny because of its aspect. And it's, uh, you know, we can hear the the, the yeah. odd uh, rifle shot from the gun range. So the sun shot was, I just thought, it was kind of a sexy sun name. Shot. Yeah, I Sounds love it. Sounds like gunshot. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So that's that's opening is that's opening this weekend is that correct or that's correct yeah we've we've pumped the brakes a little bit on you know just seeing how the season would unfold but we're we're really excited uh, we've renovated the house for kind of the last six months we're putting some polishing touches on it and yeah. it's now available it's uh, gone out to our membership for their priority reservation but it's now open to the public if they if there's space left or weekends available for for them to come up to wine country. Uh, nice. Sunshot is a gorgeous, uh, very scenic site overlooking vineyards in the area, and uh, just such a cool place to, to come and stay. Sounds like a really good reason to join your wine club. It is. It is. You know, we've got a lot of support from that membership, and, uh, you know, so it's booked up pretty fast, but there's still some weekends available yeah. for people. How can so we it's... join your wine club? Well, the, the website or just emailing us in directly is the, the best way. Um, our wine club membership, like like many, of course, party access to wines and free shipping for their club shipments, discounts here at the winery, elevated service, but then, of course, uh, you know, priority booking to our special events and, and now the, the guest house that we offer. Mm. Uh, Charlie, you're big about the vineyards. In fact, I know that you've just come in from the vineyard to talk to us. Uh, what's going on? How are things going? Are you ahead, behind? What, what's the situation in Similkameen? Well, Tony, it's we're we're always tracking this because uh, just because it feels sometimes really hot or it feels like we've had lots of rain, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we've kind of been really average uh, for the first bit of the season. Yeah. We're in the middle of what's been a pretty extreme heat wave, so we're really hunkering down on trying to keep, of course, vines dry and stressed but not dying and it's a really fine line when it's yeah. 38 degrees uh so we're really fortunate to get this extreme heat we're we're getting some pretty crazy growing degree units you know as many as 20 a day right now so typically lows of 20 and uh and highs of 38 so it's been wow. pretty gnarly but that's interesting because even though we say well it's really hot at 37 there's there's like a 20 degree difference between the daytime and the nighttime which is crucial for you know retaining acidity. I would I would imagine in in those grapes. It is so it keeps you know it really is a signature feature of Similkameen wines. Uh, you know we do maintain this freshness. We we don't have a lake effect here in the valley, and so mm. we do see our highs being very high and our lows being you know relatively cool. And so it does hold acidity, but we still get that right maturation, uh, you know, skin and seed development and, and things that come with heat but we get the freshness from the evening cool. So it's kind of yeah. a, yeah, it's a very signature Similkameen wine style. Where can we buy Corsolette's wine? And um, what about shipping? I know that that was big a couple of months ago. What's happening now? Well, shipping is still very much a, a popular option for people. Um, we're, you know, it, through an assortment of retail stores in the lower mainland um, and Okanagan, Similkameen regions, of course, the the best is to contact us or just drop us a quick email. Jessie, my wife, does most of that uh, communication with her off-site clients, so she would have all the answers. But online is simple. You know, people can go through and make an assortment of different wines. And in so many cases, uh, you know, there's a lot of our wines that are from the wine shop only, and so you'll have access to those from the website. 
Um, and yeah, restaurants throughout, of course. And you know, we're we're always uh, well. We used to shake a lot of hands. <laughs> now we're bumping elbows, making relationships. Uh, so we're trying to be everywhere. <laughs> Our guest is Charlie Bessler. He's a winemaker, managing partner at Corselet's Winery in the Similkamine Valley. Charlie, the Similkamine has, uh, in some ways, it's good and bad the way I, I, this is what I'm thinking about. You have your own GI uh, because it's a small valley. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, you probably have, I would say that the Similkamine has the most recognizable flavors now of any GI or sub-GI in uh, in British Columbia, which is fantastic. That's, of course, for our listeners, that's the thing that might identify the wine as to where it comes from based on uh, the flavor of the wine, the soil it's grown into. Uh, do you think that you'll, you'll carve up the Similkamine into a couple of different areas, or is that necessary? Well, it's, you know, Tony, it's a good question. We inside of our winery group here kind of having those conversations all the time the the value going to the marketplace would be a kind of tough and counterproductive you know we're trying to put some milkamine on the on a you know bigger map before we start cutting it up we're using some common indicators amongst ourselves that refer to the cost in Caramias bench for example or the cost in flats or yeah. you know there's a couple of common terms that we're using that are describing wine styles like or varietals um, you know, and that might mature into more. It's certainly not a priority for us now. I think it'll kind of happen organically. Mm. Uh, well, we, uh, I, I just have to say congratulations on uh, and the wines that you're making and everybody else there because I think you guys have done a great job of respecting uh, the land and you're getting the most out of it already, which is really exciting for a young region and uh, really bodes well for the future, I think. Oh, I really appreciate that. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting to be in the valley here. Yeah. Uh, before we let you go, uh, we want to know what what is the best drinking wine at the moment at Corselet. So if we drop Ooh, by, well, if we drop by to buy some wine, what what red wine or white wine would you recommend that's drinking perfectly now? Well, in, in the summer, or of course, because it's so hot right now, the rosé is uh, super popular. That's a Syrah, uh, well, Pinot, majority Pinot, Syrah blend. Uh, and on the red side, certainly the uh, a chilled Pinot is also really tasty. And as the sun goes down, Merlot and our Meritage or Bordeaux-inspired <laughs> blend, uh, you know, certainly. <laughs> Typical so owner, like mentioned 10 wines, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, the rosé, which the what's the brand name of the rosé? I've forgotten it off the top Called of my Oracle. head. Called Oracle. Oracle, right? That I would say that Oracle is it would be in my top three rosés through the entire year in British Columbia. I can't believe you still have some left. It's such a fabulous wine. Well, I, I used to go mostly to our restaurant clients, <laughs> so that's I been, see. You know, so now we're doing wine shop only. But yeah, it's been a very popular wine with well, us. Well, you, you better get my review out and stick it up on the bench there. I mean, really, this is a sensational wine, folks. If you drop by the winery, you really want to want to pick some of that up. And I've got uh, a bottle of it that I'm hanging on to for the right person to visit, Tony. Okay, I'll be over after lunch, <laughs> Casey. Uh, Charlie, thanks for joining us today. Great to catch up with you, and we hope, uh, I can't wait to get up to, uh, uh, back to the Okanagan on a regular basis, and now uh, I can look forward to the sunshot, <laughs> the sunshot room for our guest house uh, to see what's going on there, too. Spend a night in the you snow. Bet. We'd, sounds we'd like love fun. to host you there, Tony and Casey. Thanks a lot for your time.
Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much. Uh, Charlie Bessler, he's the winemaker and managing partner at Corsolette's Winery. Casey, we are out of time. Uh, I just want to ask you quickly, are you around for the BC food or the BC long uh, weekend? No, I'm not around, Tony. I'm heading up to Hornby Aha. Island. And you're on an island for the weekend. I am. Isn't that nice? Good to be the king, eh? <laughs> I'll sweat it out in town for you. Okay, you do that. Uh, thanks for joining us today on the BC Food & Wine Radio Network, and a very special thanks to our very patient technical producer, Anissa Hetherington, who does such a great job getting the sound out to you. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And have a great BC Day long weekend. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.